Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I am your host Tyler Callahan and boy do we got some numbers to talk about today. Chinese New Year is in full swing and the film industry did not disappoint. These numbers are the main focus of the episode, so we will start off with those before talking about anything else. So with all the new releases in China, we can't do a top 5, but a top 7. That's right, there were 7 new releases, and I think it's only fair to at least do the opening numbers for all of them. In first place, with a massive, record-breaking 398 million, is Detective Chinatown 3. In second place was Hi Mom, with 161 million. In third place was Rider's Odyssey, with 48.3 million. Fourth place was Boonie Bears, The Wildlife, with 38.5 million. In fifth place was The Ying Yang Master, with 24.9 million. This is the movie Netflix bought the rights to. In sixth place was New Gods, Niza Reborn, with 21.2 million. Finally, in seventh place, and last, for the new crop of movies, was Endgame, with 12.1 million. In total, this was a record breaking weekend for the industry as a whole, with all films playing combined, making 699 million in a weekend. The best ever for Chinese New Year. Now, looking at the movies, let's take a look at Detective Chinatown 3. So first, so the first record it broke was Single Day Gross, which was 160 million. Just think, 160 million in one day, that's what a lot of movies hope to do in two months, let alone a day. For the weekend, it made 398, which is higher than my 350 million prediction. While it just barely missed the 400 million mark, it broke two other records here as well. First, it has taken the record from Avengers Endgame in China as the biggest opening weekend for a movie in China's history. The second is that it is now the biggest opening movie in any territory of all time. That record was also held by Avengers Endgame, but in America, which had a staggering opening weekend of 357 million. So while it still may be years before the biggest movie of all time is taken from Endgame, it has started to lose some records just under two years since its release. Also, while it is not the big headline news, IMAX has had a great weekend because of this. Like the last two Avenger movies, Detective Chinatown 3 was filmed entirely with IMAX cameras and got the premier IMAX theaters throughout the country. From the IMAX screens alone, the movie made 23.5 million. This makes it the biggest opening for a Chinese movie in IMAX, beating The Wandering Earth. Now, it did have to share some screens with other movies that came out this weekend with The Writer's Odyssey and New Gods Needs Are Reborn. In total, the three movies had a total of 25 million from IMAX screens. For IMAX, this is the best weekend they have had in China ever, and they are very happy about this. From The Hollywood Reporter, here's a quote from IMAX CEO Rich Glenfond. Quote, we suspected our fans would turn out for Chinese New Year in a big way, but these early numbers have blown away even our most optimistic projections. End quote. While this is all well and good for Wanda Pictures, who produced the movie, and I'm talking about Detective Chinatown 3 here, there are some causes for concern. While the movie had an explosive opening, reactions to the movie have been good, but not great. Initially, on a rating at Moyen, it opened to a 9.4, which is great. But by the end of Sunday, it has fallen to an 8.7. For that app, anything below an 8 is not good. While we will have to see the dailies in the next weekend to get a better idea, it looks like it will have shorter than expected legs. Now, don't get me wrong. It is now expected to do around 750 million which would put it in first place worldwide until May, at least. If Black Widow gets pushed back, then you're looking at July. However, with the very early numbers I was watching, analysts were expecting as high as 800 to 900 million, 
right now that seems to be out of reach. But overall, great success for the movie and for Wanda Pictures. So while Detective Chinatown 3 may have shorter than expected legs for High Mom, the legs may stretch out enough to get close to the movie where they both finish their run. From Friday to Sunday, the movie made more and more money in the dailies to have a great opening. And while this is a bit of a rough throw-in, I was already cleaning up my notes when this news came in. But I did not want to you know, have you guys wait till next week to talk about it. So far, the traction for both High Mom and Detective Chinatown 3 is on track from what we just talked about 30 seconds ago. On Monday, High Mom made $82.2 million, while Detective Chinatown 3 made $66.6 million. On Tuesday, High Mom made even more with $90 million, while Detective Chinatown 3 made only $49 million. The gap is widening and fast for both movies. Now, why is High Mom of all movies going toe-to-toe with Detective Chinatown 3? And from what the looks of it now... Could beat it. Well, the movie is written and directed by Jai Ling, who also stars in the movie. In China, she is a famous comedian, and the movie is based off one of her skits, which is also based on her real-life experience of her mother dying when she was 19. So, this seems to hit all the right notes for a movie. More family-friendly, you got some good laughs, and serious moments, as well as something people can relate to on some degree. Having, Having to want to have more time with their parents. Also, this is her day directorial debut, so expect her status in China to only rise from this. A famous comedian directs her first film and will end up being one of the biggest movies of all time in China. Yeah, we will be seeing more from her eventually. As for the rest of the movies, the results were expected, uh, except for Endgame. I thought the black comedy style with Andy Lau starring would have done better, but I guess people wanted something more uplifting or easygoing. I wonder if the movie was released over Christmas would have done better. Anyway, this has been a record-setting Chinese New Year for the film industry in China, and I look forward to seeing how these movies play out. Now let's look at the domestic numbers, which surprised me, but not in a good way. In first place for the first time since December is The Crudes, A New Age, with 2.04 million for a total of 48.9 million. Opening in second place is Judas and the Black Messiah with 2 million. In third place is The Little Things with 2 million for a total of 10.6 million. In fourth place was The Marksman with 1.1 million for a total of 10.6 million. Lastly, in fifth place was Wonder Woman with... Oh, 1.1 million for a total of 41.8 million. So what happens? Well, Judas kind of fell flat on its face for its opening weekend. Now, I will say it did premiere in less theaters than The Little Things, with only 1,888 showings showing the film. Obviously, just another 200 theaters, and it would have easily taken first place. But it would not have gotten the 5 million I was expecting. Now, for Warner Brothers, this may not be all bad. If this gets Oscar nominations at the end of the month, then it could have good likes going into April, as more theaters ideally open up. But yeah, and even weaker than normal box office this weekend, considering the top three were so close they could all interchange positions. For international numbers, Soul is now at 104 million worldwide. The Little Things is at 17 million. Wonder Woman 1984 is at 157 million. And The Cruise of the New Age is now at 150 million worldwide. Only 7 million away from catching up to Wonder Woman. It looks like it will do it. Turning back to China for a quick second, to be more specific, Hong Kong. While mainland China has been enjoying new films over the last few months, people living in Hong Kong have not. Due to the multiple small outbreaks on the island, theaters have been closed since December 2nd. However, as the cases are now under control, Hong Kong is allowing theaters to reopen as of this Thursday. While they are not a massive market, especially compared to the mainland, this is still an interesting situation because of the massive backlog of movies. Since they shut down, you have Hollywood movies of Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul, 
the Chinese movies that were hit at the end of last year, including Shockwave 2 and A Little Red Flower, as well as all the new ones that just came out this week. So if it is possible, I'm going to try and get specific Hong Kong numbers for next week and see what the top 5 or even top 10 would be. As for movies kicking off the summer in May, well, they might not anymore. Variety has written an article describing the situation for Disney and Universal. For Disney, they write that the company has 2-3 to three weeks left to decide if they are going to go forward with releasing Black Widow or delay it one more time. What is causing an issue for them is apparently the head of Marvel Studios himself, Kevin Feige, who was against a hybrid release, like Ra and Mulan. With this being the case, Disney has a few options. Convince him it's the best way, overrule him and release it as a hybrid, which they could do, but they risk angering the guy who has built Marvel Studios into a money-printing juggernaut, release it in theatrical only in May, or push it back. Personally, I do think they should bite the bullet and release it as a hybrid if they think they need to. I think no more delays. I think Shang-Chi is a perfect spot as a summer movie, and the same with Eternals in the fall. Now, Disney could do a one-month delay and have Black Widow in June, Shang-Chi in August, but who knows what they're thinking. As for Universal, Variety did mention that they are looking at how the Asian markets are doing because that is where most of the money comes from the franchise. China is clearly doing great, but the rest, eh, not so much. As for if they delay it, where would they move it to? Well, clearly the, the view is the movie as a summer blockbuster, uh, with the article saying a move to July or August is likely, but if that does not happen, there has been talks to, of a push to next year. So yeah, if you are excited to see F9, you better hope they release it this summer. Now the reason I bring up this article, even though there are no new dates, is that while the yes vaccines are increasing, the two major markets in the United States are still closed. Those being Los Angeles and New York City. With those closed, Regal refuses to open across the country. So for Hollywood to release more movies, it's all a cascading effect. When New York City and Los Angeles are vaccinated enough that they can reopen, Regal should open across the country, and now you have three to 4,000 theaters open. That makes it less risky to release, say, Black Widow to 2,000 theaters. Looking at the new movies in the work in Hollywood, Jordan Peele has gotten his two leads for his next film. Joining him will be Daniel Kaula and Kiki Palmer. For Kaula, this will be the second time he and Peele have worked together, with him previously having been the lead for Get Out. Also, the Hollywood Reporter is saying he is still in negotiations for the role, so there could be a last-second dropout, but I think that's highly unlikely. As for the other details about the movie, nothing else just yet. Uh, it is set to come out next summer, and Jordan Peele has written the script and will direct as well. I will go back to what I said about this movie since the announcement. I hope it is just better than us. We got another Paranormal Activity movie in the works at Paramount. The studio is working with Blue Mouse Pictures to make the movie, and it is not clear yet if it will be a continuation of the series or a reboot. Also, while it was already announced to come out next March, we have some people signing on to the project. For directing, William Eubank has signed on, with his last movie being Underwater, the sci-fi horror movie that came out last year. As for who is writing the screenplay, it will be Christopher Landon, who wrote Paranormal Activity 2, 3, and 4. Will this be any good? Eh. I've not seen Underwater, and out of the ones Landon wrote, 3 was pretty good, but, you know. A horror movie coming out in March? Eh, we'll see. For Paramount, though, they'll be fine. This will be like the rest, low budget, and should be easy profits. One movie that is getting a remake from Paramount is The King and I. The studio has purchased the rights to it and looks to make a new adaptation with Temple Hill producing. No other details were announced and will likely be a while until they get things lined up. At first when I heard this, I was surprised, but thinking about it, it could work. If they possibly make a modern musical out of it, it could be a hit. Hamilton and Les Mis prove that there is an appetite for it.
For VOD Premium, not much going on. Netflix has decided to buy another Chinese movie from the ones that were released for the new year. So besides the Yin Yang Master, they have now bought the animated movie New Gods, Nizu Reborn. They were able to get the worldwide rights for the film and have not announced the release date at this time. I think this is a smart move by Netflix to increase their offering of Chinese movies, but I do wonder if they tried to get some of the bigger ones and either did not want to pay too much or they did not want to sell. We know Warner Brothers has the rights to Detective Chinatown 3, but High Mom should now be a very hot film that multiple companies would want to buy the rights to. And now we're here for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. It was very China-focused, but for good reason, and with the record-breaking numbers we saw. Question for the episode is, how much do you think High Mom will make by the end of its run? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening.